0: Welcome to Homestand Sports. I'm your host, Albert Vartanian, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Justin Pooney, We'll tell you why. It's Martin Jones's crease and world, and we're just living in it. Well, on today's show, Justin goes off. On the NHL in their quote stupid all-star selection format should the Leafs re-sign Simone Benoit right now and is Martin Jones the clear number one even when Joseph Wall returns and don't forget listener calls we got a lot to get to so let's get this thing started I'm Albert Vartanian he's Justin Pooty, and this is Homestand Sports all right so Justin uh, all-star selections have been made you have a problem with how the all-star selection format the whole process is going on but Austin matthews the first leaf to be picked uh we'll debate whether it should have been william Neland or austin matthews i'm not you know leaning either way too heavily it makes sense for matthews but you want to talk about the format because you think it's stupid
1: that every single team needs a re- representative absolutely albert this might be the dumbest dumbest format for an all-star game an all-star game is what it's a g- opportunity to sell tickets, to gain corporate sponsors. It's a showcase of the best of the best in the NHL, right? In what world is Boone freaking Jenner a part of the best? No disrespect to Boone Jenner. Well, that sounds a very like disrespect good, to Boone a Jenner. A very good NHL player. But Boone Jenner's not an all-star, right? You look at the Eastern Conference right here. Brady Kachuk plays on the worst team in the, in the Eastern Conference in the Ottawa Senators, right? Yeah. They just got pumped in Vancouver the other day, and now he's an all-star? Like it doesn't make any sense to me, Albert. This game is in Toronto, and again, this is does a disservice to the teams that actually have multiple all-stars, like the Toronto Maple Leafs, like the Edmonton Oilers, like the Vancouver Canucks. The list goes on and on. Where, like, you look at the New York Rangers, right? Jacob Trouba was their selection, but a guy like Artemi Panarin, who's like fifth and top five in league scoring, is somehow not an all-star? Right? You look at a team like New Jersey, who has multiple All Stars. It makes no sense to me, Albert. In what world am I gonna go to the All Star game and I want to watch Tom Wilson in the skills competition?
0: <laughs> well, I he, don't he, care. Well, I, I don't want Hold on. He might not be selected for the skills competition. So let me just go over the format. Okay. So sixteen players selected from each conference. That's by the NHL to make sure that every team has a player, has a representative. Uh, and then the fans will select the twelve more participants, which adds up to a pool of forty-four players. So the next guy's coming in, all fan votes. That could be anybody. Like, there's going to be some players who probably deserve to be in there, not in there based on some votes. I'm already seeing certain people, certain, I think, influencers mm-hmm. in the hockey world trying to get some third and fourth liners in there. So we might see like a John Scott situation. You remember that? Yeah. Think it he was, was a captain. Stupid. So we might see some. I know it, it doesn't make the most sense, but again, it is what it is. It's an all-star game. But, Albert- but hold on. Then the NHL will select the first eight participants for the skills competition, and the fans will select uh, four more. So, even for the skills comp, you're going to have some players who,
1: who maybe don't deserve to be in it, in it. It makes no sense. I'm looking at the West right now, the West list. And this thing is actually shocking right here, the West, okay? Shocking. Philip Forsberg, very good player, but I wouldn't say he's an all-star, right? Frank Vetrano from the Anaheim Ducks. Frankie V. No, Oliver Bjorkstrand from the Kraken. No, Elias Lindholm from the Flames. No, that's a stretch. Right, Thomas Hurdle on the San Jose Sharks. No, Robert Thomas on the Blues. That's like five guys right there. You could have (laughs) Drysaitl, Pedersen, you know, J.T. Miller. Uh, Pick whoever else you got. I know. Right, it makes no sense to me. Miko Rantanen. Right, Miko Rantanen out of out of Colorado. Right. K- Kale McCarr is not an all-star, right? It makes no sense, Albert, whatsoever. And I don't get it. You look at the NBA voting, right? And they just came up with their first uh, ballots or whatever the other day, where it's 50% the fans, 25% the media, 25% the players, right? And again, I know a lot of like people, especially in Toronto, are upset that no Raptors are getting voted in, but... At least we're going to see the best of the best play. Yeah, that's what right? it's all about. I don't want to see Philip Forsberg in the All-Star game. I don't want to see Frank Vetrano in the All-Star game when there should be guys that are deserving, guys that actually help grow the game, that playing it. It's in Toronto, the biggest hockey market or second biggest hockey market in the world. And you're going to put out guys like that? Mm. Look at the look at the NHL Winter Classic on TNT. The viewer the, the viewership was so bad on TNT, the worst ever. And why? Because they had small market teams like Seattle and Vegas, and again, the NHL wanted to pump their two new expansion teams, put on a showcase like that. But it didn't do good ratings wise. So why would you want to do the same thing for your All Star Game and have again? You want to have well represented from every team and all of that. But certain teams don't deserve to have players at the All Star Game, right? It's just the standard has dropped so low, and I hate it. Right? It's like the Pro Bowl when guys bounce out and you end up getting Tyler Huntley in the Pro Bowl. Right? <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me The Pro Bowl it doesn't matter anymore. It's flag football. These all-star games don't really matter. But I
0: get what you're saying. What does the NHL do? They're horrible at marketing their game. They do anything that just appeases, appeases themselves and their owners. That's yeah. why Seattle and Vegas. That's why the NHL is going back to Atlanta, which I cannot believe that's actually oh happening. God. But it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Again. Back to Atlanta this again. This be the
1: third time in Atlanta. Yeah,
0: so the NHL doesn't do a good job of this stuff. I'm not. I would love to really know. I want the truth serum from the players and how they actually feel about the All Star Game. But they don't like it. I exactly. I mean, in Toronto, it feels a bit more special. Maybe I'm saying that with a bit of bias being in Toronto, mm-hmm. but it's a massive hockey market. You
1: know, I you're know, You're gonna have Matthews there, and I don't know. Like think about it, like Leaf fans are gonna be tickets? Do they not want to go see Matthews, Marner, Nylander? Potentially a Morgan Riley, right? You have kind of four all stars. Now you might only get two tops, right? Yeah, maybe three if you're lucky. There's only eight skaters left, Albert, which is nuts, right? So that's it's just when I look at this this format, it's so flawed. There's so much better you could go about it. For example, get rid of the divisions, right? Go back to East versus West. Hell, even go to North America versus Europe. Something like that, right? I think there's such an opportunity here for the NHL to really hone into this all star game because it's the we'd never see best on best in hockey anymore. We're gonna get that Fugazi World Cup in a couple of years where it's only gonna be four teams. But we have a chance here to grow the game, put the best on best where everybody could see McDavid versus Matthews, or you know, Jack Hughes versus brother Quinn Hughes, or stuff like that where it actually matters. Not in the All-Star game matters, but it's like a collection of all the talent. And for much as we bang on the the MLB All-Star game or the NBA All-Star game, at the end of those games, they matter, right? Guys are playing defense. Guys are trying to, you know, get other guys out. They're trying to win the game. We don't see that in the NHL. So that's why I think the NHL is such an opportunity here to really improve the All-Star game and really help grow this game. But again, stupid things like this, like making Oliver Bjorkstrand an NHL All-Star makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah, well, they're trying it now. We'll see with the draft, yeah. this new skills competition that Connor McDavid helped build. Maybe it'll be entertaining. Uh, just quickly before we end this block, so Austin Matthews picked, selected as the, the Maple Leafs representative. I'm assuming Nylander will probably get in, potentially Marner, maybe Morgan Riley. But do you have any issue with Matthews over Nylander?
1: You're grasping at straw. You right? really are, I mean, right? like, look at what the season Austin Matthews have. You can't debate that he's not an All-Star, right? That's why this, this format is so stupid. I mean, Neilander
0: too, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. 36 games, 51 points. He's, what, top six in scoring, 19 goals, 32 assists. He's going to get paid so $12 stupid. billion dollars per year by the Toronto <laughs> Maple Leafs soon. Awesome Matthews, 30 and 35, yeah. which we will talk about in the next block. So the question is going to be, we'll do a little good cock, bad cock. Will Matthews hit 50 and 50? I say yes. Poonie says, you're going to have to wait and find <laughs> out.
1: It's way easier to go through life and never say nothing. Wear beige and no one even knows you're alive.
0: It's time for Goodcock, (laughs) Babcock.
1: And you get paid to do this stuff. Like that is disgraceful, man. Have at her.
0: Have at her. All right, Goodcock, Babcock. Let's start with the first one. My new favorite player. Your favorite player's favorite player. Every Leafs fan's favorite player. Simon Benoit. Here it is. Goodcock, Babcock, Justin Poonie. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Leaf should re-sign Simone Benoit right now.
1: No. That's wow! Gone. How dare you? Because no Simone Benoit deserves to get an extension with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Absolutely. But you have to get the Nylander deal done. You have to figure out what you're gonna do with Mari. Get rid of those. Get those bigger, bigger money deals and decisions out of the way first, and then you can figure out how Simone Benoit slots up. Gotcha. In. This guy's been absolutely amazing this year. We've talked about no goals, no assists, 22 minutes of penalties, but. He plays so hard, Albert. He's physical. He steps up for his teammates. You know, Sheldon Keefe has said it himself. He said, he said, we try to keep him away from offensive zone draws and stuff like that for various reasons. But the fact that this guy has gone from relative unknown to now kind of like a folk hero in Toronto has been a great story. He does deserve an extension. I think he will get one from the Toronto Maple Leafs. I would say he's going to get a a decent raise. He's not going to be... I think it'd be under two million, but I think you know a two-three, a two-year deal at 1.5, 1.75 might not be a bad chunk of change for a player like him. Um, but you can't sign him right now. You have to figure out everything else at the top of the food chart before you figure everything else in the bottom of the food chart.
0: That's a really good point that I didn't think of, but still they should do it. So he signed a one-year deal at the beginning of the year for mm-hmm. 7.75, I believe. And guys who sign one-year deals are actually eligible to re-sign after January first. And like you said. Give him a bit of a raise. Pay him a third-pairing money. You know, 1.5, let's say, over three years. Why not? I think he's been that good. Listen, he's a guy who knows exactly what he needs to do. Um, And there was a, a quote that he had. This is from an article I read in the Toronto Star. Um, he said when he first came in to play with the team, he said, other than Jake McCabe, I knew they didn't have a lot of guys who could hit. I had that, ac- that aspect that gave me an advantage. I knew that they needed it, so I'm trying to u- utilize that aspect of my game. So he knows exactly what he needs to do to be a part of this team. He's got to hit, he's got to fight, and for whatever reason, it seems to be working, and he's not really a liability anymore. We keep talking about that, but listen, the Leafs are up against the cap. They're going to be up against it next season as well after they sign Nylander. These are the types of guys you need, and types of guys you have to sign. It's got to be Simone Benoit. You got to sign him right now. Should we run this clip? Let's run, run, run this clip run with clip. Benoit after the Ducks game.
1: That's two big points. Enjoy your day tomorrow, fellas. Well, mate. Great job, fellas. Way to stick with it tonight. But this guy was solid all night. He got the win in his old barn, Benny. Fuck! Then goes I can't score. Goal! I'm glad to hit the bodies for you guys. Keep it, going.
0: Keep it going. I love that. Can't score a goal, but I'm glad to hit the bodies for you guys. Simon Benoit, everyone's favorite player. Mm-hmm. Okay, the second one, Justin Pooney. Good cock, Babcock. Austin Matthews, who now has 30 and 35, will score 50 and 50. Brother, this is bad cock. Wow. No, Bab, not bad. Bab, it is sorry. a bad, bad yeah, cock.
1: You know Look,
0: this is no, not... Hold on.
1: No belief in Matthews to no. do it? There's no chance. All right. And look... I before the new year ended, I came out and I proclaimed that you know I do mess with Austin Matthews. He does. He stands on business when he plays the Oof. game hockey, right? Stand but on business. This record or this milestone is so hard to get. You have guys like Richard, Bossy, Gretzky, Lemieux, and Hall—the only guys that have truly done it. You have a few unofficial ones, like we talked about off air, where you get it in, in your in your 50th game played, right. but not the team's 50th game. So that's kind of what Matthews would fall into—the unofficial one. But bruh. Nobody's come close to this in over almost 40 years, right? It is such a hard hard milestone to hit You're saying he's at 30 at 35 right now If you work out the math he scores say if he scores four goals in the next two games against San Jose He'd be at 34 in 37, right? He's still not lining up to that, right? It is such a hard milestone to get Alex Ovechkin never came close to this whatsoever This is such a hard feat to reach especially in the modern day NHL where defensemen are so good the game planning is so much better right it, teams are going to focus on Austin Matthews and like we saw with the Detroit Pistons in the NBA nobody wants to have that happen to them right so as great as Austin Matthews season he's have he's on pace for 70 goals all of that it is such a hard feat to get 50 and 50 I just don't see it happening whatsoever because the math just won't add up good cock you got to, man. You got to go out on a limb. This
0: guy can score goals for fun. What did he have in December? 15 goals? Yeah. 15 goals in one month. Can you not do that again? If he's done it before, why can't he do it again? He's healthy. He looks like the best goal scorer in the league. He's chasing. He wants 70 once again. He wants to win the Richard. Let's go. The unofficial 50 and 50. And the players who did that, by the way. The unofficial 50 and 50. Yari Curry, McGillney, Cam Neely, Lemieux. I mean, you would think more players would have done that. It's it's really surprising how short the list is, honestly
1: it is look I think what Richard broke in like the 40s and then Bossy t- broke it in like the early 80s and then Gretzky did 50 and 39 and then nobody's ever going to touch yeah, that no Lemieux that. touched well, it The goalies
0: didn't go down then
1: exactly it was a totally different game when Hall Lemieux Gretzky yeah. Bossy and all of them did it even when Richard did it too like the game has evolved so much that it's so hard to do that um, that's well, the 50 and 39, the record that Gretzky broke, will never be touched ever again. That's the one record, and his along with his points, we're seeing what's gonna happen with the goals. But yeah. that 50 and 39 is absolutely absurd, right? Um, and 50 and 50, it's gonna be very hard for Austin Matthews to break. I mean, he could come close, but again, I just don't see it happening. If he can get 50 in like 60 or 61 games, that'll be extremely impressive in itself, right? If
0: there's one guy in the NHL who can do it. You're probably banking
1: on yeah. Matthews. You want
0: to probably you can say McDavid too. He's not. I don't think he's as good of a goal scorer as Austin Matthews though. Is that well,
1: uh, hands up, dude? I'm just saying. I don't know, man. Like we're, we're seeing what McDavid's doing of late. He's playing a whole lot better right now. Um, Austin Matthews is the best pure goal scorer, natural goal scorer. But Carter McDavid just showed us last year, too. He could put the puck in the back of the net like it's nobody else's business either, right? McDavid is going to lead the league in points again, isn't he? He is. Well, he just hit 900 points in like months. Probably by the end of this
0: month. Oh, yeah. He'll get 1,000 for sure by uh, by next season. Yeah. Okay. The final one. Nartin. Nartin. (laughs) Nardi Martin Jones is (laughs) is the Leafs' number one even when (laughs) Joseph Wall comes
1: back, Justin Poon. Good cock. Really? Yeah, you have to. He's proven... This during this stretch that he deserves to be the Leafs' number one goalie. Over Wall. We know, look, when Wall comes back, I, you have now a buffer where you can allow Martin Jones to play and ease Wall back in, right? But you have to go with what's gotten you here, right? You ha- The team believes That's in cool. Martin Jones. The team plays a lot better in front of Martin Jones than they did in front of Samsonov. Um, they have confidence in him. He has confidence. And like I've mentioned so many times before, Albert, goalies such a rhythm position that I believe that if he is in the zone and feeling it you gotta run with him until it crashes out now can Joseph Wall it's up to Joseph Wall excuse me if that happens to be ready treat every practice like a game make sure that you are game ready every single time you take the crease but at this particular moment Martin Jones deserves to be the number one goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs going forward when Joseph Wall comes back and even if he does slip up a little bit. He has a little bit of a leash because he's carried the load for this team over the last little while. He deserves to be the number one goalie and potentially the number one star to come playoff time as well.
0: Man, I'm on the fence. This so I can't even go one side or the other because it's hard to take it away from him. But it's also hard to take it away from Wall. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good he this was. season. A five and one, I think nine sixteen save percentage. But when you look at Martin Jones' numbers at least uh, over this this California road trip. Two wins, fifty eight saves on fifty nine shots, just a goal against. You know, sub point five goals. Against average 983 save percentage, he's got a shutout. I I believe he has two shutouts now, Mm -hmm. which is the most out of any goalie in the Leafs uh, this season. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go good cock with you. I think he keeps the net, but by the end of the season, if, if Joseph Wall stays healthy, this has to be his net. And moving forward into the playoffs, it's just nice having that backup. Absolutely, imagine you told you know a Leafs fan earlier in the year that come January, you're gonna have a goalie on a Cali road trip. That has a 9.983 save percentage. You'd be like, oh my God, yeah. we're winning the Stanley Cup. Maybe not. It's Martin Jones. Okay, that's the last one. I got any more. Unless you got a surprise good cock back. No, cock that's for me. it. All right. So next up, we got listener calls. We got some good ones on Tyler Bertuzzi and I think something about him not uh, signing a contract or something. Stay tuned. Okay, Justin. So we had some of our listeners send in some voice messages. It was such a success the first time we did it. We even got some more today. So, Producer Ali, run the first one when you can.
1: Hey, this is Kevin from Willowdale. Just calling about the leaked salary contract information from Neander. I think it's totally someone's got an agenda here, whether it's uh, your boy Tree or whether it's Willie's agent. But somebody's leaking this information for a reason. I personally think it's an interesting... Idea to think that the lease might be looking to trade trade Neilander. He's not going to be, he's not going to have more value any time in his career. I don't think, especially if the team um, that trades for him immediately can can sign him to the extension. So I think uh, I think they're setting him up to be traded.
0: You want to take that one first? They're not trading him. First of all,
1: that's dead wrong. Um, and obviously the leak was came from Nylander's camp. <laughs> That's
0: dead wrong. They're not
1: going to trade him. It's dead wrong. <laughs> Respectfully, thank you for your call. Appreciate you listening. Love all the support, but you are dead wrong. They're not trading William Nylander. William Nylander's camp probably leaked this. I don't see the Leafs leaking this information. It came from Nylander's camp to try to either A... Get a higher number out of them and try to put them, and park the Leafs in the corner and know that they can be pushed around because we know this Leafs front office, even in this new regime, has the potential to be pushed around a little bit. Um, so I think that look, they're gonna sign him to an 11 plus million dollar deal, whether that's 11.25, 11.35, 11.45, 11.5. They're gonna sign him. It's it's out of the. That's what's gonna happen. Right, I think what they're banking on is look, we have one more year of this Tavares deal, and then we could get him either a reduced rate and try to make it all work. But we talked with on Wednesday mm. The the deal's all just got to William Miller just got to sign his name on the dotted line. Whatever contract they're going to offer him, the Leafs are not going to let him walk. Um, it's over and done with the contract, signed, sealed, and delivered. It's just however long and whatever a little bound they want to differentiate from but it's the deal's done He's yeah not
0: i'm with kevin in terms of like the information being leaked probably from willie's camp mm-hmm. you would think so i just wonder if it was leaked because maybe contract negotiations has stalled but i've heard from chris johnson i've heard yeah. from i think pierre lebron and darren drager that everything seems to be going smoothly and this is just how things work you can look back to the pasternak deal that got done excuse me I, that got done i'm getting all worked up here i think i'm pretty sure it got done the day before the deadline yeah and it was a tough negotiation because, listen, you're signing a player for upwards of eleven million dollars. Like, you need to be sure yeah. this is what you got to do. And let's be honest: if you look at past history, the Leafs never win a deal with any of these star players.
1: Simone Benoit deal they won. Well, star
0: I'm talking about star players, right? Yeah. The only thing I do like about this Willie deal, if it does happen and if if the reports are correct, is the term. Something that Matthews wasn't willing to do: eight years. You get the guy in his prime. Okay, you got to overpay. Cap's going up. Maybe it'll bounce out. But uh, you know how I feel about paying four players that much money and, and what the chances of winning. But interesting. Uh, one thing I want to bring up, I think we talked about this off air, though, but Ryan Whitney of and Chicklets, take this for what it is. He said there's a rumor out there that N- William Nylander's dad has told Willie not to take the 1125 5 to ask for more money. So I wonder if that's why that number is out Well, up his
1: there. dad is a former player, and his dad was also involved in the last negotiation as well. Dude, so they, they'll sit out. Exactly. They'll sit out. They they will play hardball, right? Yeah. So, I, again, this deal's going to get done, whether it's they're just trying to get the extra 250000 to get to 11 5 or whatever. That's so right? much money. It's yeah. going to happen.
0: Yeah. Good for him. He's playing great, yeah. but that's just a lot of money for the Leafs. Okay, Ellie, next one. What's up, Biddy? I was just wondering do you guys think Simo and Benoit is a viable option in the playoffs uh, to play top four minutes and sort of a shutdown role like he's been doing recently? Ooh. You know how I feel about Simon Benoit. Sorry, Benoit. Simon Benoit. Um, viable option to play top, top four, four minutes in the playoff. I need to see some more. I don't think that's a spot that mm-hmm. Keith, probably true living and Shanahan, want to see Benoit in. As a sixth guy, fifth or sixth guy, I think that's probably his sweet spot. And I still do think, come trade deadline, they're going to acquire a defenseman that can play the top four, mm-hmm. which might take his spot. But listen, Keith said it after the last game against the Ducks. He loves him and he keeps getting better and better and better. Is he going to get good enough where he can fit into a top four? That remains to be seen. Uh, is he an option in the playoffs? Definitely, I think if he keeps playing this way, he definitely makes the roster. But top four minutes, uh, not right now, not not from what I've seen so far.
1: Absolutely, he's a playoff defenseman, but a top four playoff defenseman. There's levels to this, right? There's a guy, good third pairing guy. Yeah, good third pairing guy could play 12 to 15 minutes a game. You know, a little bit of pal- a penalty kill, excuse me. But that top four, Albert, you're going up against the big guys on the yeah, other team. you are. You're going up against the likes of a Kucherov, a Stamkos, a you know a Barkov, a Reinhardt, a Kachuk, a Marshawn. The list goes on and on. Do we want Simone Simone Benoit to be out there and during that a whole lot of times in a seven game series? There's a chance for him to get exposed a whole lot. Now look, we just talked about how great he's been but the playoffs are a different beast and as great as he has been he'll play but he's not going to play top four minutes, and you cannot have him play top four minutes. Uh, the one thing, though, Albert, that does interest me is because he's playing so well. Do the front office think, ah, we don't need to give up as many assets for a top four defenseman. Maybe we just bring another depth defenseman that can be kind of a platoon guy. I don't mm, know if that's the right way to go about all. it. But, I think they need another stud. Yeah, they do need another uh, stalwart on the defense.
0: Yeah. Listen, you know what's interesting? They were obviously in on Zadoroff Sadorov ended up going to Vancouver, playing on the third pairing. Maybe in a way, this is kind of like that trade-off. Where you know Benoit is that Sidorov type, but there's probably more upside for Sadorov. Mm-hmm. He's a really good player, but as a third pairing guy who's physical and knows his job, I think there's similar similar uh, qualities there. I'm just looking at Benoit's history here. No playoff experience, yeah. only in the AHL. So, I mean, do you want to put a guy in there who's ever playing the playoffs in the top four? It's a tough. Thing. A Stanley, a team that wants to win the Stanley Cup, probably not. No, nope. but uh, we'll see. Okay, Ali, one more. Hey there,
1: Albert and Justin. Uh, Second-time caller, long-time listener here. Uh, Just uh, listening to your show the other day, and you are talking about how uh, Neal Air's contract and them having to re-sign Bertuzzi and Domi, and I I just don't see it that way. Like, why re-sign Tyler Bertuzzi to, like, a big deal of 5.5, $6 million? Um, uh, Somebody who only has, like, 16 points on the season? I just... I don't see it I know He he shows up On other areas Other than the stat sheet But He's someone That I might want To let walk Instead of somebody Like Mitch Marner Thoughts Ooh Interesting Um you mind if I take this one first? Go ahead, yeah. Um, I do think that if they re sign Tyler Bertuzzi, it won't be a one year deal. It will be like a two, three year deal, but then the AAV will be a little bit less, right? The reason they paid him 5.5 was because it's only a one year deal. Um, I do think that if they do decide to re sign him, you could probably get him at like maybe 4.5, 4.75 for you know, a two, three year deal. So you would take less on the cap. Um, I don't think Tyler Bertuzzi stays. I don't think Max Domi stays just because mm. if you're going to be giving that Neilander contract and you're going to have all that money to those top four forwards, where's the rest of the money going to go when you have dire needs on the defense court? We are going to we talked about it. You're going to need a goalie or hell. Even if you keep Martin Jones, you're going to have to pay him more money next year anyway, right? So there's only so much dollars to go around in a hard cap league and a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi who has been better of late – you could find another Tyler Bertuzzi, I think. He's expendable. Um, if I'm the Leafs, I can absolutely play a hardball with Tyler Bertuzzi. I could push him around in negotiations and say, all right, fine, we don't care if we lose you. Go ahead, hit the road, right? So that's where I see Bertuzzi um, becoming he can be expendable and if he does sign a new deal it won't be at a high AAV like five and a half six it'll be a little bit less but with more term on it
0: yeah listen I'm I'm super pro Tyler Bertuzzi mm-hmm. the Leafs haven't had a play like this in a long time They I think they hope that Michael Bunting would turn to turn into that type of player he hasn't you know how I feel about Bertuzzi I think he's a playoff guy that's where he's going to show his worth 10 points in the first series against Florida with Boston he shows that he can score in the playoffs and he just does he does a lot of the things that you need those players to do and you're not going to have to overpay for him if he wants a big pay raise then that's a different conversation then you might have to let him walk but if I'm choosing between Bertuzzi and Domi I'm I'm gonna let Domi go but there is a lot of spots where the Leafs need to Address. I mean TJ Brody's mm-hmm. contract is done. You obviously you mentioned uh after this Willie deal gets done, we'll be talking about Mitch Marner right after. Because his extension's coming up. That starts on July 1, by mm-hmm. the way. And you gotta figure out, okay, what are we gonna do? He's got a no move. He probably doesn't want to go anywhere. Do we sign him or let him walk? So it's gonna be another conversation come next year. So who knows? I think there's still some moves to be made, but if I were to have a choice in who stays and who goes i'm keeping bertuzzi in and he's probably not going to ask for that much like you mentioned he's 28 years old mm-hmm. um he's he's heading into maybe the end of his prime more or less how much more are you going to get from this guy maybe you can get a pretty good deal you keep him man listen you just keep him you got you got you figured out your left side on your top two lines you got lucky with matthew nice and now you got tyler bertuzzi as well right All right Thanks for the calls. I thought you were going to say something else to us. No, you I did a little pause up, for you, man.
1: You, you wrapped it up nicely. I had nothing else to say about that.
0: Okay, thanks for the calls. And uh, that's the end of the show, that's Justin 20. Okay, thanks for listening. That's it from us here at Homestand Sports. We'll be dropping episodes throughout the week, so keep your eyes peeled for that. You can find Homestand Sports anywhere you download your podcasts, including Apple and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. I'm Albert Vartanian. He's Justin Pooney, and this has been Homestand Sports.